What's going on, Facebook Live? Oh, rocking out to a little Akuna Matata, rocking the Lion King. Went and watched that today with the wife and the kids. It was a good day. I kind of kind of took the day off. It was uh, it was good. Today's my wife's birthday, so shout out to the wife. So um, I'm gonna snack a little candy. What up, guys? What up? Um, welcome to the weigh in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and uh, we're here every single Tuesday night um, to talk a little bit about uh, the KBF community and the kayak community and, and what's going on, what's going down around it. Um, we've got uh, a couple of really cool guests tonight. And so uh, and then I want to talk a little bit of a little bit about the FLW event that's coming up uh, pretty soon, actually. And uh, so, yeah, I just thought that, you know, we kind of kick the show off the right way. Um, John Bolton's on here. Jody Queen, what's going on, buddy? Um, how are you, man? Uh, Eric, what's up? What's going on, man? Um, we've got, uh, I'm excited about the show tonight. Uh, we've, we've got, uh, uh, maybe if you guys like watch last week, we had Josh Stewart on and he, he was talking about Kentucky Lake and I told him then that, Hey, you know, we, we try to interview the winners of, of, uh, of, uh, of the events each week and do a little bit of recap and how cool would it be for you to come back on the show? And, uh, you know, and, and be the, be the one, uh, you know, that one Kentucky Lake and wouldn't you know it sure enough, he went out to Kentucky Lake and completely dominated. And so, uh, so we're going to have Jeff, uh, going to have, uh, um, John, uh, Josh back on. And then we've also got Jeff coming on, uh, Jeff Isham, uh, is a, a Texas, uh, Texas guy. Um, and he went over to Sam Rayburn. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's not quite his home waters. Um, but pretty close, but he went over to Sam Rayburn and, uh, and had a bunch of big sticks to compete against. And so we're going to bring him on and talk about that a little bit. So, um, other than that, uh, there's, uh, you know, there's been quite a bit going on in the community. I'm sure that you guys have heard there's, uh, there was two cheating scandals, um, that kind of broke ground over the last 48 hours or so. Um, it's stuff that KBF has been looking into and that other guys in the community have been looking into. Um, both were egregious, uh, both were, you know, were definitely on purpose and, uh, uh, I'm hoping next week to be able to get a little bit more into the details on both of them. Um, I can tell you that, uh, that, um, uh, reports have been filed with both of those local departments, um, to, 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 to try to move forward with that to the fullest extent of the law. Um, you know, I don't know why, but it seems like over the last couple of weeks and you guys correct me where I'm wrong, but it seems like over the last couple of weeks, there's been, you know, a little bit more of this kind of come to come to come to light. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm not a fan of it in any way, shape or form, uh, as I don't think anybody that's an actual competitor is, and it's just, it's not a good look for the sport. It's not a good look for the community. And so, uh, you know, anytime we come across, uh, you know, folks that are, that are going to, you know, uh, be purposely untruthful or, or, um, you know, or not hold themselves to, uh, to the level of professionalism that we need to be held accountable to in this sport. Um, then, uh, you know, then I, I'm, I'm all for, you know, the ban and, you know, and, and get them gone. You know, if it's a, if it's a cheating scandal, you know, like what would happen with Gene a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, it just, it, you know, that's, that's to me, that's a totally different ball game. Um, you know, it was something that, you know, just, you know, if you guys aren't familiar with that, you can go back and watch Richard Penny's podcast um, or listen to Richard Penny's podcast, uh, the KBF podcast, and, and hear about Gene, uh, Gene Jensen, the fluke master, getting caught cheating a couple weeks ago in the online. So, um, 
Uh, let's see. Eric says, Scott, shoot me a message later. Got to talk to you about a big CAG event coming up in September. Absolutely, bro. You shoot me a message. Don't be scared. Shoot it to me now. I'm ready for it. Um, uh, Glenda says, hello. Uh, oh, wait, that's Gliss. That's Glenda um, Isham. Uh, oh, this is just mom online here. Let's bring her comment into fruition. We got mamas on here. That's what I'm talking about. So this is Miss Glenda. Jeff, we might have to bring your mom on here with you, bro. And just let your mom talk about, you know, about what, how you were as a young angler. Uh, uh, so what's up, Mama Isham? Uh, we're going to bring your boy on here in just a minute. Uh, what a great, I, I love that support right there, man. That's phenomenal right there. Um, if my mom's watching, uh, sorry, uh, I'm sure there's something better you could be doing with your time, mom. <laughs> um, with that, uh, I, I'm going to wait and see where uh, I got Josh Stewart going to be kicking on here in just a few minutes. Um, but without that, I tell you what, what a perfect segue to, uh, to let's dive into bringing Jeff on and talking to him a little bit. Let's see if we can pull him up and get him going live, uh, to, uh, talk to you guys a little bit about, uh, about, uh, Sam Rayburn. So let's see if we can get, uh, get Jeff up and going here. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how are you? How are you? I'm good. Oh, it might be my volume on my end. Can you hear me now? Yeah. How about now? I can hear you. All right, there we go. I'm getting you there. Check my volume. It, I had turned that down earlier. All right, cool. So, um, dude, your mom's already on and talking and and, and, and and making making plans for you today. She's the best. Your volume is super low. I don't know if that's on your end or mine. Let me check that there. Let me see here. Yeah, somebody comment down below. I know y'all got a delay. Somebody comment down below and let me know whether or not y'all's volume is right or if that's on if that's a computer area on, on my end. Is that better? No. It was a lot better when we tested that earlier. Yeah, I didn't I haven't changed anything. I don't know. I'll tell you what, Jeff, jump out and jump back in, bro, and see what that does. Okay. All right, guys, we're going to see if we can get that get that uh, that figured out there. Um, Brad Golden's on here and says, what's up? Um, Eric talking once again. Yeah, Eric, bro, hit me up. Jump in the DMs there, man, and hit me up with some of that stuff. I'd, I'd love to talk more and figure out how we can do that. Um, Steven is on here. Nathan McIntosh. Uh, Nathan says, sounds good. Let me see if we can pull this back up here now. It might have just been on my end here. I might need to make some adjustments. How's that? Sound any better? I'm very. I'm getting hardly any volume out of you. I don't know what's going on there. It might be on my end. All right. If everybody says we're good, then we're good. Okay. All right. Said so he's fine. Sounds good. All right. Cool. Then it might just be on my end. I don't know what's up with that. All my my volume's up everywhere. Let me switch ears. Oh, hey, that's a lot better. Maybe it's that earbud. Can you hear me now? I hear you a whole lot better. Yeah, that was totally on my end. So my fault. Yeah, so that uh, that was not a just uh, mess up whatsoever. That was totally on my end. As everybody's climbing on here now and going uh, and, and saying that I messed up. Uh, Gene Wilson, Jody Queen, Jamie uh, uh, Jamie Broad, um, uh, Jacob Wolf. What's going on, guys? Y'all welcome to the show. If you guys are just tuning in, first things first. Welcome to the weigh in. I'm your host, Guy Butcher. Two things we want you to do is comment in the comment section down below. Um, where you're watching from, we always like to kind of see where the community is at and, and try to, you know, get, I always like seeing where everybody's watching from and kind of connect people that may not realize that they're so close to other kayakers in the area. And then secondly, y'all got you, everybody can go in on the bottom right hand side or left hand side of your screen, especially if you're watching from a, from a phone. Um, there'll be a little share button. You guys can go in and smash that. 
and let everybody know that you're getting ready to uh, to get a, to get uh, taken to school here by Mr. Jeff uh, talking about fishing on Sam Rayburn. So, Jeff, man, without kind of going into to, to too much detail, because I know that you've got another tournament coming up out there. Before we dive too far in, man, take a moment and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this industry. Well, my name is Jeff Isham, pronounced Isham. Isham. I've said, man, I said it wrong earlier, didn't I? I even, I even made notes, guys. I made notes. You would think, you would think with my last name being as jacked up as it is that I would have that right, and I don't. I'm sorry, man. I show. I even made notes. <laughs> sorry, bro. I live in College Station, Texas. Started fishing out of a kayak. I think my first trip was four years ago on the Bradley's River with Shane Davies, and uh, bought a, my own kayak after, shortly after that, and fell in love with fishing in a kayak. Uh, been fishing i think my mom tells the story i got my first bass when i was like three uh, you were like three yeah and so oh man just, i mean I'm, the water's my happy place anything i mean i'm pretty much just a freshwater guy but i do a little bit of salt water every now and then and i mean i just any water i love it lakes river ocean uh, now are you are you did you are you born in, are you born and bred a texan uh i was actually born in the philippines my dad was navy Oh, okay. Got here as quick as I could. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Saying that, but yeah. Okay, cool. And then, um, and so you've been in Texas most of your life. Sorry, man. I don't know enough of your backstory. So three, I think. Okay. Two. All right. I, excellent. That's a good question for mom. <laughs> that's a good question. Well, mom was online. So we'll mom will comment down below. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so now you run with Dwayne Taft and a couple of the other, the Texas guys, you've been in the circuit. I know that you were at, uh, you were at the national championship on, uh, uh, in Paris, Tennessee on Kentucky Lake a couple of years ago. Right. Have you, so, so you've been on the scene bouncing around for quite a, for a couple of years now, right? Yes. Yeah. What, what, uh, I mean, any events stick out in your mind that kind of, that, that like, you know, what was that first event that like, I'm going to do this. This is how I'm going to spend my free time and my free money. <laughs> Um, I mean, the very first kayak tournament I ever did was actually on Sam Rayburn, fishing a little bitty $300 kayak. It was 36 degrees. Oh, uh, in Texas? Yeah. The, like Brutal. The winter we had that year. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I've always loved fishing. I like uh, I like the calm of the kayak. Uh, I like being able to go by myself. I like being able to go with buddies. Uh, it's just you know, low maintenance and low stress. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, that's my passion. Yeah. Now, you know, I got, I got a segue in because you do a really cool job when you're not fishing. So guys, we're going to come back to fishing in just a second, but this is cool. And I want to give Jeff an opportunity to talk about this a little bit. And I know you can't go into too much detail, but you talked about, you know, low maintenance, you know, low maintenance or less stress or whatever. I mean, I feel like your job is super awesome. And like, what kind of stresses are in that? So tell everybody what you do as best you can. Uh, I do pinstriping on cars and motorcycles and I've done boats, airplanes. Uh, All right. Now, now he has to be modest here, right? Because that, because otherwise you just come across as a prick, but I don't have to be modest. Like you do some high end stuff with some high end big name people that, that, I mean, you know, you're an artist in your field and what you do, you're a known guy in that, in that area. And I mean, you know, your 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 stuff don't stink, so to speak. I mean, you're 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 uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for? You're accomplished in that field. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's all I've done since I was 18. So I mean, I should have gotten pretty decent at it. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> so, well, now, I mean, so now, I mean, I have to ask, like, that's the elephant in the room. So does that explain the dreads or have you had those for a long time? Is that just your, the laid back nine, uh, nine years? Yeah. I, it's just something I always liked. I just thought it was cool looking and uh, just decided to do it. I mean, self-employed, so I didn't have a boss to tell me I couldn't. And, that's what I'm talking about right there. So they, I, you know, if, if you don't know a little bit of my backstory, I did, I did uh, 20 years in public service between the fire department and the Marine Corps. And I told my wife two years ago, a year and a half ago, I was like, I'm never shaving again. Just a heads up. Like I'm going to look homeless the rest of my life. Right. That's just how I'm going to roll. So mom did ask me earlier today if I was ever going to cut my hair. But Mom brought that up today. Today, yes. Oh, look, mom's already talking right here. I got there a comment up here on the screen. It says been in the USA since he was the age two. His dad took him fishing at two, and he's been with in and his he's fished with his dad until the age of six, uh, when his dad was killed. Whoa, that was a little intense. I didn't know that part. Yeah, but uh, I mean, growing up, most of my memories of my dad are uh, us fishing together. So that's kind of wow. I keep that connection alive with him, and I mean, without getting too personal, like, I mean, I I feel that connection with him when I'm out there fishing. So. Well, is that something I can touch on without that being off base? I mean, I, I mean, with 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 dad dying at six, I mean, that's something that's 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 a major storyline there. Like, I don't mean to treat it that way because that's your life. But I mean, that's had some impact, right? You just said you feel connected to him on the water. Yes, definitely. Wow, that's incredible, man. Super powerful there. And now now you're a father. You've got three kids, all yes. older, um, but no grandbabies yet, though, right? No grandbabies. No grandbabies. So, uh, kids, if you're watching, he's, he's saying there's no grandbabies yet. What are we doing? So, uh, very cool. So, now, you're is, are, are all your kids local? Y'all fish together? Did you fish with them the way your dad would do with you? Yeah. Um, they're all moved out of the house. I got both my daughters live in Midland, Texas, and uh, my son lives in Cedar Hill. That's awesome. Outstanding. Okay, cool. So with that, you've been bouncing around a little bit. Now we're going to get into tournament a little bit because we this is a kayak show and that's kind of what we got to talk about here. So um, you went in, you're, you're about three and a half hours or you say or so from Sam Rayburn. So it's, yeah. it's not quite home water, but you fishing enough to where, you know, you've got your spots, you know, where you want to be. You're not going in blind, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I did a pre-fish the weekend before. I think that was the fourth time I've been on the lake. Now, you guys, just to show comes comparison difference between the two lakes, because this past Saturday, um, we, uh, KBF actually had two events going on um, in two different trail series. Uh, there was the Texas Trail Series um, that was obviously down on Sam Rayburn, where, where, where Jeff took first place, and you beat 52 anglers that caught 309 fish. Excuse me, guys. Um, 52 anglers that, that caught a total of 309 fish. Just to show you all the disparity, the, the, the comparison between the two lakes on Kentucky Lake, uh, Josh Stewart beat 61 anglers and only 175 fish were scored. So, and now if you go down the list, I mean, most folks, Texas is a big kayak fishing community and you've got some sticks down there. I mean, guys from Brad case, Matt Scotch, Dwayne Taft, calls that place home, Marty Hughes, Ott, I mean, Mike Smith, Greg Hurt. I mean, you you guys have got some sticks down in the area. Uh, I mean, are you is these are these all names and guys that you you know you that you guys all kind of work in the same community and fish together? Yeah, I mean, tournaments and I mean, consider consider my buddies. I mean, I, I'll get along with everyone in these names. I think. All right. So tell us about pre-fishing the weekend before. Did you have a good weekend pre-fishing? I did. Um, 
I went with a friend of mine uh, who lives fairly close to I think he's 30 minutes away from the lake. And uh, we fished together. Uh, had a good, it was uh, last weekend. I mean, I'm sure you don't know this, but they had the big storm coming in off the Gulf. Yeah. Uh, so Saturday they had, they're in so they're getting a little bit of that. They had, I mean, the winds were really high, uh, overcast most of the day. So the topwater bite was really good uh, the week before. Uh, so going in, that's what I, I mean, that was my plan. I, uh, I usually take eight rods with me. I had five rigged up top water. So I was, wow. so that is that, I mean, is that kind of your style? I mean, are you traditionally, you prefer a top water bite? No, I don't typically have five top water, but, um, I, I, <laughs> a little I, excessive top water on. Yeah. Um, but, well, I mean, what's your, what's your style? Are you typically, I mean, are you, are you that typical, you know, Brad case kind of running gun kind of an angler? No, I'll, I'll fish one spot. Uh, I mean, if I can, if I think there's fish there, uh, uh, Raper and I don't, I probably didn't travel a mile the whole thing. Uh, wow. And okay. could have done less than that. I, uh, once the sun came up and it got hot, I was catching smaller fish. So I moved to try to, you know, catch them or do something different. I already had, I, I mean, I thought my limit at that point was decent. I didn't know where it stood. Um, ended up being, I didn't need any more, but I didn't know that cause I, I had, I had zero cell service when I'm on the water there. So I had no idea what the standings were. Um, you know, I felt I had, I had 93 inches. My, the, what I ended up turning in, I think they said at 948 was when the, the so now the, uh, your, your, your five submitting fish. I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't your first five though. When did you, wh at what point did you have a limit early in the day? Obviously yeah, I had my first limit, I think at like seven forty. Oh man. What time did you guys put in down there? Y'all put in at six? Six, right. We put okay. at 5.30 first cast at six. Okay, excellent. So then in the first two hours, you had your you had your first limit, and you start culling from there. Right. Yeah. All right, nice. And then I call another fish after 9.48. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to bring on the screen real quick here. Uh, let me see how I can make this work. That's not what I want. Let's go right there. I don't know. I still feel like that's not very big. Yeah. All right. You guys tell me if that's, if that works for y'all. So Jeff, what I'm going to do is, uh, I don't think you can see, but I've got your, I've got tourney X, uh, uh, the NRS leaderboard pulled up here on tourney X okay. and, uh, and I'm going to kind of walk through the fish and I know that you can't give into too much energy or too much specific on where and how and stuff like that. Like I normally like to get out of you guys because you're fishing another tournament there this weekend, right? Correct. Now what's that trail and who's that trail? Any shout outs you want to give out there? <laughs> the East Texas kayak fishing. Okay, and uh, is that a lot of these same guys? Uh, yes, and that's our it's our classic. It'll be a two day. It's the you know the championship of what of the trail. So, and where are you standing there? Are you you're, you're, where are you ranked in that trail series? Uh, I don't. I think I'm like ninth or something. Okay, so are you feeling so? Obviously, coming off of this win, like you got to be feeling good about going into to this weekend, right? Uh, I mean, <laughs> okay, there. I mean, there's. It, it just comes down to a given day. I mean, I'll, uh, I'll be okay. I think, but there's some sticks in that, in that group. All right. You got, you got, uh, it looks like a beautiful daughter here with a, with a puppy in her profile picture says that's my daddy. Yeah. Uh, so you got, you got, got some proud, uh, proud family members here. Uh, uh, Pete asks says, uh, does he use a fish finder? I'm assuming yeah. yes. What do you use? I own a fish finder. I, I don't know it very well. Okay. Uh, uh, I think it's a seven TI. Okay. And I usually just use some, I mean, I, every once in a while I'll turn on the side scan down scan, but I really I don't know how to use it that well, but. 
I got you. Now your mom's on here talking trash. I'm just giving you a heads up. She says, I always say I taught him everything he's learned since the age of six. So mom says she taught you everything you know. So mom, with that, go ahead. I was going to say mom can fish. Oh yeah. Mom's a stick, huh? Yes. Yeah. Let's put mom in a boat. Now you're in a Hobie. You're a Hobie guy, right? Yes. Yeah, she's been in the Hobie before. Oh dude. Getting dude. That would be awesome. We should have a, like a, like a like a mom like a, a mother's day bash where like you have to fish with mom and it's a it's a duo That'd be that, awesome. would be, that would be awesome you guys comment down below let me know if you like that whether or not your mom or so mom uh, at least two of the five fish or something yeah yeah that would be awesome that would totally be up for that uh uh there's uh, a <laughs> that, that'd be sweet we we'll have to look into that uh you got that uh that could be cool you could make that work you know like a little duo thing where you got to go out maybe you got to stay you know, somewhat, you know, wherever that would be cool. So Jacob Wolf is commenting on here already. He's already going, Hey, my mom's a stick too. So at that, uh, we might be looking into something here. Uh, Clifton Allen says, Jeff, be honest. Are you the best fisherman at, uh, S E T X F F. Somebody explain to me what that is. You know what that is, Jeff? That's, uh, that, I guess that's my main trail that I fish Southeast Texas kayak fishing. Now he says, being honest, he says, are you the best fisherman there? No. <laughs> Who's the best fisherman there? Uh, that one, I mean, it's, I, I won, I won first in one of their tournaments this year. Um, there's some sticks in there. I mean, Dustin Nichols, Kyle Garrett, Sal, oh, yeah. you go, um, let's see. Uh, there's, I mean, <laughs> there's some good sticks in that group. All right. Now you put up, uh, you put up a, a 90, oh, I should have looked at that better. 93 inches total. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to start with your smallest and work our way back. Um, okay. this one was uh 17 and a half uh okay. tell us a little about this fish and and, and you know and, and what you're doing like i said i know you can't get into too much detail uh i'm old enough to put my glasses on so i can see it <laughs> um i think that judging from the rod next to me i'm gonna guess that was a weightless cinco fish okay okay and then and then you moved up you got two that are 17 and a half inch fish Right. Um, uh, another one, another one there. You got the whole hog trough going here. You got your Hobie, uh, BOS sticker there on the end of the hog trough. Uh, looks like, uh, what, what rod is this that you're throwing? It looks like that. Is that, is that McCain rods? Yeah. I'm sponsored by McCain. Okay. Nice. They use. See guys that answers the question there. Y'all see the rants in the photo there. So another good little fish. They look healthy. Good color. How, 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 what were, what were conditions like? The fish there, I mean, they're, if you ever fished rivers and caught a river fish, those fish fight like a river fish. They are healthy, strong fish. Um, and uh, the conditions, I mean, it's, I think probably I'd say a foot visibility. And I mean, that's, that's, I love fishing East Texas. I mean, the dirtier water, the better. You put me in a clear water lake and I, I mean, I don't know what to do. So, really? okay. I love it. All right. Nice. And then, uh, and then let's see, you get a little bit upgraded here in the middle of the pack. You caught this 18. Uh, this looks like it's early in the morning. We're looking from just judging off a of light a little bit. I remember, I think that was my second fish of the day. Uh, actually, maybe my first. Now you're you got you got a bait caster thrown on here. So I mean, can you give us a hint as to what you were throwing, or you need to save that because you're because you're fishing? I mean, I I don't throw a whole lot. That was uh, Texas rig fish. I mean, that's my go-to. I fished that all my life, and uh, I think I think three of my three of my five final that were uh, you know on the leaderboard i think three of them were texas rig two was a cinco nice okay so you are that you are that that slow 
methodical work, you know, work every patch of grass then, right? I'm I'm too old to go very far. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, you could kick kick that hobie in gear and go. Yeah. All right. So then this was this is your second biggest fish here. This is a good size fish at 18 and three quarters. A little bit lighter in color. What were you doing here? Uh that I believe that was I think that was a steal on early one. That was Texas rig. The, the earlier the early fish came Texas rig as it got hotter. Uh, I started throwing the Cinco more because I was I'll, I like to skip it up underneath the brush. Um, earlier in the day, they were seemed to be more like on the edges of the brush. Uh, there was a lot of shad back there, so they were feeding on the shad, but at the edge of the brush line. Um, then as the sun came out, it got hotter. I think they moved further back. So I I like skipping a Cinco, and I not only I mean I think it looks cool when it's skipping across the water, but I think it mimics like a bait fish, and I think fish hear it the you know the subtle noise it makes when it skips so i think that kind of tracks and then that fall is key i don't i don't wait anything i mean i it's just i don't use the little band uh put the you know the wacky hook right to the worm sack on it i just i think it, the the fall and the presentation is better that way so you do a lot of wacky rig is that is that is that a typical thing for you there's two things i always have i always have a wacky rig and i always have a texas rig um Biggest fish of the year I caught was uh, actually on that spinner rod on a weightless Cinco. <laughs> Clifton, I got uh, Clifton. I got to throw Clifton's comment up here on C. He says, Jeff, you're giving it way too much, bro. Shut it. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, dude, don't don't feel no pressure, man. If I if if uh, if you don't want to talk about it, don't talk about it, man. No problem whatsoever. Before we get into your big fish here, um, uh did, did going into practice now are you are, are do you go if you have a good practice i mean obviously you're going right back to that spot was that what happened here or did you go practice the weekend before and it wasn't what you were looking for so you went to go do something different yeah i mean i i like that spot i, I think we fished probably three or four spots pre-fishing um that was one i liked best uh the only di real difference was like i said the top water bite was just on fire that day um, the fish were still there. They just, they just weren't hitting the top water like they were. I got you. Now your big fish here, this looks like a tank right here. This was a toad. Tell us a little bit about this catch. Yeah, that was the second fish. And it was, I think it was a little after seven o'clock in the morning. Um, I was a little bit frustrated with that because I don't have cell service. So I figured that might be, you know, they do an hourly bass, uh, in there too. So, uh, I was trying to get it submitted never could get it to go through, but yeah, that was the Texas texas rig fish sweet so you you guys do an hourly big bass down there yeah they do uh they have uh the, the golden hour is the yeah. first hour. um so that's 100 100 bucks 50 dollar extra and then it's 50 dollar an hour for you know biggest bass each hour is 50 bucks yeah that golden hour uh uh that that, that kbf does for you know in honor of rebecca golden that's a big thing all over the country so that's yeah. always kind of cool to, to get into now is that something typical or is that something where, you know, you got some T-Mobile service or something, you don't get a signal, or does nobody get signals down there? I just, I mean, I have Verizon, and normally, like, in my everyday world, it's usually pretty good. Uh, I'm out of love fishing East Texas, and I just, I mean, I know when I go there, it's not, it's just not going to be good service. Well, Verizon, if you if you guys are watching, y'all, you know, y'all might want to step your game up down here so this guy can, can enter big bass here, especially for that golden hour, and, right. you know, maybe reach out to Jeff and get him a little sponsorship program set up with Verizon. That'd be pretty sweet, right? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, right. So Verizon, if you're watching, y'all need to y'all need to step your game up. So I tell you what, man, that's super super cool. Um, it, uh, Jeff, you tell me, man, if you got a minute to stick around, uh, Josh is out fishing. I like to bring him on while we, while he's on and got a good signal and talk to him a little bit. But you, can you hang out with us and chit chat a little bit more? Yep, 
I'm here. Awesome. awesome. Cool. Let's see if we can bring on Josh Stewart, uh, uh, who doesn't need a whole bunch of a whole lot of introduction. Uh, Josh uh, just won down on Kentucky Lake this past weekend. Um, uh, Josh was a was a guest last week on the show here on the way in to talk about Kentucky Lake because he's 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 developing a pattern. And actually, you know, typically you look at guys like Jay Wallen, you know, and and you know, and uh, uh, AJ. And you know, and Christina, some of these over over at Kentucky Lake, but it seems like the last several tournaments that have that have gone down there, Josh Stewart is always in the conversation. With that, you guys can see in the bottom corner here, Josh is in the office putting in the work. What's going on, buddy? How's it going, man? Just fishing a local tournament here in uh, Hendersonville, Tennessee. Hendersonville, you're up on Old Hickory, right? Correct. How you doing? You got you got a limit yet? Uh, no, I got two. I got two. Got two? What is it? Three fish tournament tonight, or is it five? Yeah, three fish. Three fish. What time? What what time are y'all done? Uh, ten, ten o'clock, I believe. Dude, I like Jean Wilson comments on here. She says, "Hey, Josh." She says, "Woo, Josh never leaves the water." That's I'm telling you. This man, every single time I talk to him, I send him a text. He's in the water, on the water, going to the water. He's always got a rod in his hand. That's what it takes, though, right? That consistency. Exactly. <laughs> so now tell us big man now last week you straight up called your shot because you had been doing some pre-fishing on kentucky lake and we're feeling good about it when we interviewed you last week talking about the lake did it shape up to be obviously exactly what you thought it was going to be or was something did something change yeah it was exactly what i thought it was going to be i mean all those fish were exactly where i've been catching them before and they were there when i got there i mean i basically cut my teeth on that lake i'm from the area I mean, the, the spot I fish is literally about 10, 15 minutes away from my mother's house. Sweet. So you just kind of, just kind of, uh, you know, it's it's like you said, it's home waters. And I'm assuming now, you, now you've had a pretty good run here the last couple of years on Kentucky Lake. I mean, are you changing your pattern and systems? Or do you have a, don't give away your spot, but I mean, are you going to the same creek every week? Or, I mean, do you, uh, are, you just got something I'm, dialed in that nobody else has dialed in yet? I'm, yeah, basically going to the same certain ones but i just know every every ditch in that creek and every log and so it's, it's really easy for me just to run through it and um you know pick my spots and keep moving instead of you know just fishing the entire area now josh we were talking with jeff earlier you guys are both on y'all can say hey by the way how's it going man good how are you <laughs> it's well out there brother what uh i mean josh what's your typical go-to fishing style i mean are you you know jeff was talking earlier y'all gonna get me messed up too here with this josh and jeff thing but josh we were talking with jeff earlier about his fishing style i mean it looks like you're it looks like you're fishing a little slower right now i mean is that your is that your more natural habit yeah. is to fish a little yeah. slower i usually fish really slow i hardly ever power fish i'll throw right. a chatterbait or something but mostly i'm just dragging a worm or a jig pretty slow i got you now 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 i you know you fish out of a, you fish out of the jackson yep. and so you know both of you guys with the pedal drive systems um you know i mean is it you know y'all y'all think that's a pretty good advantage obviously right oh yeah it's changed it's kept my lure in the water a lot longer and i mean i could sit in the wind and just you know face towards the wind and just keep pedaling i don't need an anchor okay. it's definitely improved i got you um, all right, so Josh, you can't see, but I've got some of your fish here on screen, or maybe you can see. I'm not. I'm not sure what you're looking at on your screen there, but just walking through walking through some of your fish here. 
Um, this looks like this one was just shy of 18. I mean, you put on a straight clinic, bro. You put up 99 inches. Uh, Jay Wallen came in right behind. I came in behind you, not even right behind you, but way behind you at 93 and, and three quarters. Um, and I then broke an, I broke another one off that was probably almost as big as that big one I caught. No, oh, well, well, second, we're gonna we're gonna get into that two. because even from third place down, you and Jay Wallen out of 61 anglers were the only ones to even break 90. So I mean, you know, uh, you guys are definitely doing something different. Oh, the so, week before, I caught uh, 101 inches in one day, and then uh, you know the Hobie tournament, I caught 99. Um, the first day I went to Lake Barkley because I was just, I don't know, the carp really got to me on Kentucky Lake, and I just felt like there was everything was just destroyed by the carp. But you gotta kind of ignore that. You gotta fish around the carp. <laughs> uh, uh, now, uh, now speaking of that, let's get a little sidebar since you brought that up. They're, they're, they've been doing a lot of shocking and a lot of things to try to get some of those out of there. Are you starting to see a difference on Kentucky Lake? Uh, yeah, I'm not. it's not as bad as it was maybe like two years ago because back the creeks used to be just solid cart. And earlier this year, it seemed like it was pretty bad, but they could be out in deep. I don't, I'm not really sure. But I just know they haven't found any uh, fingerlings in Kentucky Lake, but they have found them uh, below like Kentucky Lake Dam and, you know, in Ohio and stuff. Well, Jeff, what was your life's experience on Kentucky Lake? Um, the first day, uh, I didn't do much of anything. Um, I was really frustrated after the first day. Uh, second day, I figured I was so far out of it. I just, I, I mean, I went and I decided I was going to fish like I fish at home. I threw a Texas rig worm, found a little shallow creek and uh, that had a like a bigger pocket in the back of it, and I uh, caught some good fish. I got uh, two hourly big bass and overall big bass for the day, day two. I got you. I got you. Uh, all right, so, Josh, I want to dive in a little bit here, big man. Uh, I'm, gonna start, I'm just going to go to your third fish. You're 19 and a quarter. Uh, I'm bringing that fish up on screen now. Tell us a little about this fish. This looks like it's early morning. Tell us a little bit about this fish, how you caught him, where you, you, know, where you caught him, what you were doing. Oh. I caught him in like um, like the last pocket of a creek where there's just a row of stumps. I would just w throw a wacky rig over there and just kind of long line it and just bring it back to me as slow as possible. Okay. I mean, that's Did that's how I caught them. That's how I caught all of them during the Hobie, but I only caught one that way um, during that tournament. All right, look, I'm not trying to give away secrets, but if you if you notice a. Uh, uh, a common thread between both of these winners from this past weekend on two different bodies of water. They've both talked about the wacky rig pretty substantially. So just saying hint, hint, wink, wink, nod, nod, right? Like that, uh, that could be pretty significant moving forward. That wacky rig, that's something I don't throw a lot. So for me, I'm making some notes. Now this 21 and a half right here, this looks like a good fish and it looks like it's early in the morning here, Josh, talk about this one. Yeah, that's on a, on a chug bug. That was right. I broke one off right before I caught that one. Just instant on oh, my spinning rod. It was just instant. Just snapped me off at the knot. Oh man, I'm a drag too, a little too tight. Now, are you one of these guys that with that knot? Are y'all are? And actually, Jeff, this is a good question for both of you. Josh, I'll let you answer first. Are are you guys methodical, especially in tournament time, to where you know big fish you're retying? Yeah, most definitely. I'm, I'm checking my line. You know, every, anytime I catch a fish, I check my line just to make sure there's nothing. You know, like a little small nick on it or anything. Then I retie because it's it's always better just to retie instead of being heartbroken all day. 
I got you. Jeff, Jeff, is that something that you find yourself being in the habit of as well? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, well, but I, I fish different lakes. I mean, I, it's not uncommon for me to be throwing 50-pound braids. So uh, I think it's a little bit different. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I'll go ahead and say this. I did switch. I, I was fishing fluorocarbon at Sam Rayburn. Uh, so I was a little bit more aware of it then, but I mean, normally with 50 pound braid, I mean, unless it just gets really nasty, I don't, I usually don't think about it. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, Josh, when you're fishing braid, is that, I mean, are you in that, are you in the retine habit when you're fishing braid as well? I usually, I don't fish braid much unless I'm on a really heavy, um, grass lake like Gunnersville. I fish braid on a frog, but if I'm fishing with, uh, you know, like a like a worm or something. I'm still throwing like 20 pound fluoro most of the time. Um, and my spinning setup, I usually throw like uh, 20 pound braid on. I've kind of upped it more. I used to throw eight, and been, I've been throwing 12 pound recently a lot, just just to have that extra, you know, security up in the cover. Well, now I pull up your big boy here or your big girl, and as soon as this fish hits the screen, like uh -oh. I think, I think. I think there was a gasp. Uh oh, it was, it was, got, was oh, you got yeah. a bite over here? Is that what you're going? <laughs> Everybody, everybody's waiting for you to set the hook. Like everybody's just dying here watching you fish live. Uh, this may be some of the best TV I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, fish? do what? So the big fish, yeah, she was. Uh, that was that was a nice uh, kicker for the day. And so now, tell us about this. What time of day is this? What are you What are you fishing on? I think that's before. I think it's around seven or something. I couldn't tell you. To this be is honest. early. Yeah, I caught her on the on the seven inch thing though. Well, it looks like it, it was. I, I mean, was this a? Uh, I mean, it, obviously, this is a fight with a seven inch cinco. I mean, when you run, I mean, you guys both and and sorry that I'm being ignorant here, but as the fan and as the guy who's not the professional angler that you two guys have proven yourself to be. Um, like, you know, when you set into a fish this size, I mean, are you, are, I mean, is that pumping you up going, okay, this is going to be a good day or does that make oh, you want to grind that much harder? Uh, it's telling me it's going to be a good day, especially if I already got, you know, a 19 and a 21. Yeah. That's a good day. Right. Anywhere in the country. That's a good day. Right, Jeff? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm thinking if I catch a big fish, if there's one out there, there's more. So I, I don't have quit in my heart. I mean, I'm, I'm still yeah. I mean, even though I had 90, 99 inches, I was still afraid somebody was going to get a hundred. You know. I got you, <laughs> Clifton. Clifton, bro, you you crack me up, man. I got to throw his comment back up here. He says, "Give us a fake hook set." <laughs> ah, that's hilarious. Uh, look, Josh. Look, I told Josh this morning, uh, yesterday. I was like, "Hey, man, we're going to do this live tonight. Uh, ring you on because we talked about it last week." This brother has velcroed his, his, his phone to his, <laughs> his, his yellow tech pole, right? Yeah. And then brought a light. Check him out. I mean, this dude's set up. It comes with a light, the yellow tech pole. I'm telling you, that's absolutely impressive. Absolutely impressive. All right. So then, uh, so at 99 inches, I mean, they shut down leaderboard. Josh, are you one of those that, I mean, do you watch? Do you ever check leaderboard or do you just kind of, you just roll into, roll into the way in and see what happens? Uh, I, I I don't really I I don't check it now. Jeff, same question to you. Are you are you one of those guys that that McCarthy kind of checks the leaderboard? Uh, are you are you kind of have service? I mean, oh yeah, yeah right. You have no service. Yeah, I didn't have service where I was. The only reason I submitted my fish that morning because I was going somewhere else. I got you. 
Okay, that makes sense. So now is 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 there um oh, my screen? Let me let me flip you guys back over here. Actually, it may work better to see Josh there because you get a little bit more action in case he in case he goes into setting the hook. So that's what we're all waiting on, man. We're we're just gonna hang out here until midnight and watch until this tournament's over. When are you done with this tournament? What time? Ten o'clock. Yeah, he's already told me he's plugged in, so we could just sit here for another hour and just wait and see if he's gonna set the hook ever. Well, he needs be, one more. It might be till midnight. <laughs> what are your, what are your what are your what are you, how many how many inches you got on the board right now in this oh, tournament? No. I got like a seventeen three quarter and like a thirteen, something like that. Oh man! So you're not sandbagging, are you? Clifton just goes sandbaggers. <laughs> I usually wait till I get my limit, then I'll upload it. I got you. So now, all right. So Jeff, question here for you, then, boss man. Uh, you know, getting into the sport the way that you have, and, and like I said, and I know that you're fishing a lot of stuff down in Texas. I mean, what's what's the bigger goal? I mean, as far as like with what we've got coming on with KBF and FLW coming up. I mean, do you guys see this? Do you see this sport moving to that next level? And what do you think that next level is? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's inevitable. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I don't know all the stats, but it's, uh, I mean, the growth is exponential. It's, I mean, it's great. I mean, especially around here. I mean, I started a little bitty Brazos Valley kayak fishing. There's my plug. A little group uh, here for a local guy that actually started off, me and a couple buddies was the best way to keep together, you know, Keep up with each other where we're going to go fishing. I mean, we've got like 300 some people in there, and I've only been a little town. So there's, it's uh, uh, and I mean, it's it's bound to get bigger. And you know, there's you know, there's a lot of people who don't who think the money ruins it, but I mean, if there's no money, I mean, it it, uh, it costs money to fish. So as the money, no, absolutely, it'll. I mean, it'll inevitably get get bigger. For sure, for sure. Now, are you uh, are 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 what's what's the next event for you? Other uh, after this next Sam Rayburn event, what are you doing next? Do you know yet? Uh, I'm actually going to get in the saltwater and do the ride the bull tournament in Grand Isle, Louisiana. Oh, I know. There's a couple. Uh, I want to say that I heard somewhere, maybe it's through Zorquito, and and I want to say they're putting motors in that this year, right? Uh, my understanding was that there's not. This is the first I've ever fished it, so I don't know a lot about it. So I could be wrong, but I. Some, somebody correct somebody. Somebody in the comment section, let me know. I want to say that they that I saw somewhere where they were letting uh, that uh, the electric motors into that this year. I'm not sure. Um, so I, I, is are are you? I mean, how often are you re, are you are you saltwater fishing, Jeff? Oh, once or twice a year. I mean, it's. It, Every once in a while, a couple of my buddies will go and we'll, we'll fish a little bit. I mean, it's pretty rare for me. Josh, no pressure, man. You're on. You're on major network television here. Uh, looks like you're caught up on something. Yeah, I had to break her off. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> got to retie. Got to get back in. You only, you only, you got 45 minutes left. How many of you guys are fishing this tournament on Old Hickory tonight? I think it was 41 of us. Oh my God! On a Tuesday? Yeah. Good turn. I'm doing something wrong. I'm doing something wrong. I gotta, man. I, I gotta, I gotta get my butt out of this, out from in this office, and get up there and get, get, get put in a, get, get put in a class to come up there and fish. Hey, got moved Tennessee. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think the wife's gonna let me move to Tennessee. That's probably not gonna happen. I don't know. Today's her birthday. I might see if I could work that into birthday conversation <laughs> later. Like, hey, look, happy birthday. We're moving to Tennessee. Josh said we needed to. Yeah. 
<laughs> what, uh, what, J- Josh, what's your next tournament? Where are you fishing next, obviously, other than tonight? Um, I guess the um, FLW event. All right, cool. Are you going down for pre-fishing for that? That's a dumb question because I know you are. Yeah, I will for a couple of days. You already got a game plan? No. Uh, that felt sarcastic. Me and the girl. What, 15, me and the girl. Fifteen thousand dollars on the line. Fifteen thousand. You and the what? Me and the girl about to take a trip down to Florida at the end of the month. I'm gonna try to do some red fishing myself. I got you. Where y'all headed to in Florida? Just uh, Fort Walton. I got you. All right, cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, uh, Josh, man, I'm going to let you run first. But before that, before we let you roll out, man, take a second. I'll roll out the red carpet for you here, man. You know, thank any sponsors, anybody you want to kind of give a shout out to. And, uh, and you know, I guess the next time that we see you, unless we pull you on for another, you know, for another topic before FLW, I guess I won't see you till FLW, right? Sounds about right, man. All right, dude. Anybody you want to thank? Anybody you want to give a uh, shout out to? The guys at Jackson, uh, yeah. That Yak Attack team, um, APR, and Hog Farmer Bait Company. Nice. Always getting it done, man. We'll get out there to it. Thanks for letting us distract you a little bit tonight. And, uh, 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 dude, you got to post up in the comment section later on tonight. Let us know how you finish in this tournament. All right. Go find that, go find that, go find that last fish, bro. I will. Thanks so much, Josh. Right. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on, man. Congrats on the on the Kentucky win. We knew you'd do it. You actually, I think you called it last week, I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, I, don't, I don't want to be too cocky. No, well, that's good. Yeah, well, that's okay. Let me. I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll be that voice for you. I ain't scared. All right. <laughs> Appreciate it, Josh. Man, Thank we'll you. catch up with you next time. Thank you, man. All right, Jeff. With that, man, uh, Duke. Big congratulations to you down there on Sam, on Sam Rayburn. You know, going through. Uh, you know, going through your stats and getting to know you a little bit today. Uh, you know, uh, you, you've been super, super cool. You, you, you're already making a name for yourself. You know, this isn't your first win. You've, you've competed in a, in a couple other places. We just didn't as a whole, as a community, we weren't doing a very good job of storytelling. And so, you know, hopefully with, with, you know, with a little bit more of, of where the industry is going and what, and with what I'm trying to do here on the way in every, every week, getting some more of these stories out and getting you guys some, some airtime and some FaceTime to, uh, you know, to kind of tell your stories and talk a little bit more about the sport and, you know, and, and, and hopefully, you know, it brings more people, it brings more interest and more intrigue. And, uh, dude, you're, you're a phenomenal representative of the sport. And, and I really appreciate it with that boss, man, I'll roll out the red carpet for you. Anybody you want to give a shout out to any companies you want to thank? Now's your chance. Uh, I have, uh, a great rod sponsor, McCain rods. Uh, they take really good care of me. Awesome rods, uh, and break line fishing. It's a little local fishing apparel company in just a small group of guys that love the sport. Say that again. It's break line fishing. Fishing, yes. All right, I'm gonna check that out. Somebody drop a link in the comment section down below. I'm gonna go check that out. Break line fishing. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go see if they got something I can wear on the show. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Other than that, man, I'm self-funded. So. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So that Verizon deal kicks in. We already started the ball rolling for you on that. Right. <laughs> well, man, I sure appreciate it. Hopefully, this is the last time we have you here on the way in. And uh, thanks so much, man. Good luck this weekend on Sam Rayburn. Thank you. Uh, once again, it seems like you know what you're doing, so you know you're going to have a target on your back. you got a bunch of big guys down there in, in, in the Texas area. Like I said, a lot of big names, uh, you know, fishing that area down there. So, it's good. Uh, you know, everybody will be gunning for you. Yeah. 
So it should be a little easier going over there this week. You got some gas money now with that $2,000 check in your back pocket, right? Yeah, I can get there and back at least. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, man, thanks so much. We sure appreciate it. And uh, you got you got you got some you got some people kicking in here on uh, with some hashtags. Everybody's talking about the dregs, the dreads. So, uh, man, we sure appreciate it. Uh, you, you got your fan base kicking off now, big time. And uh, we'll catch up with you next time, bro. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Enjoyed it. No problem. Thanks, man. All right, guys. And with that, we're gonna let uh, let Jeff get out of here. Um, if you guys are just tuning in, uh, we're about to sign this thing off. Thank you all so much for, 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 for tuning in. Uh, this is The Way In. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. We had a great talk tonight with uh, Jess, Jeff Isham. And make sure I'm saying that right, Jeff Isham, uh, because I know what it's like to get your your last name butchered. Um, and then we also had a good conversation with Josh Stewart. Um, these guys won the KBF Trail events that they fished in this past weekend. Um, there's been a lot of things going on in the sport. I think that this weekend, the KBF has got a trail going on in Ohio, I believe. Um, I know that right now, uh, the, the Hobie Worlds event is going in Australia. Uh, there's a lot of, a, a lot of the, the KBF sticks are over in that area, um, uh, fishing over there and doing that. They've had some great coverage on that event, some things going on there. So it's been super, super cool to kind of see that, um, you know, kind of unfolding and how that's going. I think those guys come home at the beginning of the week. Um, so, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get, in the, you know, maybe I can try to grab Ron or Siddiqui or Matt or one of those guys and grab them on for a show or, uh, to touch base on next week's show. Um, but uh, but with that, guys, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch up with you guys next Tuesday night. Um, once again, I'm Scott Butcher. This is The Way In. As always, tackle your dreams. We'll catch you next time. See ya.